the whole trick again. You'll hear this over and over and over again. The, you're not the enemy in our relationship. I'm not your enemy. Our survival brain is this thing that says, I want to be comfortable. I want to get my needs met. I don't want to, I don't want to experience things that just freak me out. I, that is the enemy of all relationships. Yeah. And if you try to talk to your spouse while they are in that state, you will get very little productive progress. Yeah. It typically escalates, it typically throws gas on the fire, or it causes people to just be overwhelmed and they shut down and they will drop. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how to respond to, I don't wanna argue about this. Yep, I don't want to argue about this. Let's just drop it and move on. That's the right way to handle it. Mm. <laughs> Let's see how this is. Let's see how that actually works, shall we? Yep. Okay, here we go. So it's been a little while since we've done a podcast, hasn't it? Yeah. Like a week and a half or maybe even two, two weeks. weeks or something like that. And we feel really, really bad about that, by the way, because... We don't like to be late on our podcast delivery no, schedules. We don't, but we did have kind of a little bit of a, a thing. A thing. Yeah. yeah. So if you listen to our previous podcast, um, you might have heard that Shannon had a little medical thing going on with her heart. And we're here to say you're not dead. No, I'm not dead. We're <laughs> still making podcasts. But you haven't been feeling, feeling really great. well. No. No. Nope. And we, we won't really have any answers until we meet with a cardiologist what is it called cardiologist no no no. what did you call it cardiologist i don't know my (laughs) mouth just didn't work so there's other things that shannon has problems with but we just (laughs) accept those those are just normal day-to-day things so everyone who kind of reached out to us and just kind of gave us some well wishes we want to say thank you very much um we appreciate your thoughts and your prayers and your kindness that We've gotten to receive some of it as well as give some of it on this podcast. Yes. So um, thank you so very, very much. You want to answer a question that came in now? Yeah, we, we got this really great email from someone. Yes. Do you want me to read it? or? Yeah, you can read to? it totally. So this, this person writes, it doesn't sit well with me when my husband says, I'm not going to argue with you about this. When I later told him it doesn't feel good to hear that statement, he tells me not to take it negatively. How could he say this differently so as not to shut me down? And how can I respond, discuss, ask clarifying questions without being dismissed or shut down as being argumentative? That's a really good question. That is a very good question, actually. What's your thoughts on it? Well... Is there anything that she could do for her husband to keep him engaged more and not shut down, not withdraw, or not say the statement, I'm not going to argue with you about this. Because that statement right there is actually very telling as to the core issues of what's going on. Enlighten me. You want to hear hear what's going on? Yeah. So again, the statement is, I'm not going to argue with you about this. Mm-hmm. The word argue. That is actually describing what his mentality is. He sees this as an argument. He sees this as a battle, some sort of conflict, right. rather than a way of trying to work to mutual understanding Mm -hmm. instead of trying to see this as listening and empathy. Mm -hmm. He sees it as conflict. And for individuals who don't have a high level of resilience around conflict, this is a very common, it's a very polite way of saying it rather than lots of unpolite ways, which is, 
I, I don't want to deal with this. Or they just storm out of the room or they just, you know, blow up or lots of other ways. This is kind of just saying, I, I don't want to argue with you about this. Right. But what a wife hears is, I don't want to engage. I don't want to understand yeah. you. I don't want to be in this with you. I don't want to get connected. Yeah. There's also an underlying issue for a lot of men, again, that that statement kind of betrays, that kind of pulls back, back the curtain and shows you what's going on. And I know this because I have felt this with you many, many, many times. Mm -hmm. If we are talking through a topic, this is going to sound horrible, okay. so I apologize. All right. Um, Remember, I have a heart condition. <laughs> Oh man, that's going to get used <laughs> a the, lot. That's the first uh. time I've used that. This is great. <laughs> okay. Um, many, many times we have been talking about something that is important to you. Getting resolution, getting understanding, right. having conversation about it, talking about all the aspects of it. And that is very important to you. And you just don't care. And I really don't care that much about the topic. Not about me. You care about me, but you just don't care about the topic. Let's just make that clear. I already know this about you. This okay, is no good. news, no news, <laughs> new news to me. So, And so it becomes massively uncomfortable to continue to be asked or required or expected to engage in a conversation that I just don't care about. Right. And, and, and that's not anything that has to do with you and I, though. True. It's just the topic. Right. And it's easier for me to just acquiesce, just give in and say, I don't want to argue about this. I, cause I don't really give a crap. I don't care. Right. You think you do you whatever, what do I want to do with this thing? Right. But when I do that and I don't care about something that you care about, it communicates what? That you don't care about me. Yeah. Which yeah. is dumb. <laughs> it, yeah. And honestly, as husbands, I have gone, that's your problem. You need yeah. to you need to figure out how to validate yourself. You need to figure out how to work through this because you can't make me care about something that I just don't care about. Right. It's all in the delivery though. Because because you have told me at times, I just don't care about this and it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. But there's ways that you could say it of I know this is important to you. I'm having a hard time finding the importance of it or finding any care about it like you have about it, but I see this is very important to you. Yeah. I don't really have any input that I can give you. Yeah. And so if you need me to keep listening, I will, but my ears are starting to be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a funny one for us. I, yeah. I, I can use that term and other husbands may not be able to, but we have used that and I know what that means yeah. for you. Yeah. And that's kind of a way to, to soften it as opposed to just saying, I don't care about this, figure it out on your own. I mean, that's just... And that is actually the answer to the question she's asked. But she was asking, how do I approach him? Well, she, first she asked, how can he say it differently? And that answer right there is what we just said. It's when he can approach you and say, obviously, you care about this more than I care about this. Or obviously, this is more important to you than it is to me. And I don't feel like we need to kind of explore this or dissect it or take it apart or or kind of go any further into the conversation because it's not that important to me. You are important to me. You as my wife, you are important to me, but this topic really isn't important to me. Right. Now, what if it's a situation where it's something between the two of them and he just doesn't want to engage into it? And it should be important to him? Yeah, and it should be important to him. That's, I think that's probably more of what she's addressing. Fair here. enough. That's where the minute this wife becomes aware 
that her husband is probably responding out of his survival brain. He is now trying to just get out of something uncomfortable. He is going, I don't like this situation. And he's not in an open, receptive, thinking, rational, problem-solving, conversational kind of state. Mm -hmm. He's just in a escape, fight, flight, freeze mindset. Mm -hmm. As soon as she starts to see that in him, because people have different levels of of conflict tolerance, she needs to call a timeout. She needs to go, hold on a second. I want to make sure that I'm not triggering you, that I'm not making you defensive, that I'm not putting you into your your survival brain. This is still an important issue that we need to work out, but we won't have a productive conversation if either one of us are in our survival brain. So you always go back to connection. I want to make sure you know that this isn't me against you or you against me. We are in this together, but we've got to figure this thing out together can we stay connected here and if we need to take a five minute break to be able to come back to this then that's what we need to do he still might have that mentality of i don't want to argue about this and if he's still in that mindset she could ask a very simple question she goes instead of us arguing about this how do you see us getting this problem solved how do you see us working through this issue so that this isn't an issue in the future that's a great great response i love that so it puts it on to him to offer a solution that's going to work for him and that still keeps everything open yes very much open now he might go i don't know i just don't want to we don't need to argue about this then it's appropriate to find that sweet spot where it's like I know you don't want to argue about this. I know you feel like it's arguing and I know that this is uncomfortable for you, but we still need to resolve this. We still need to work through this. Let's take a break and I'll let you come back to me on how you think we need to get this issue resolved. She might even ask, do you think we need to get this issue resolved? Does it feel like this is, this is resolved and taken care of and this isn't going to be an issue anymore. Right. And if he goes, yeah, this is, we can just ignore it. We can leave it. Then if that's not an appropriate answer for her, She can go, unfortunately, that just doesn't work for me. It doesn't feel that way for me. And in our marriage, if something is not working for both of us, we have an agreement that we will try to work it out in whatever method or modality we need to find to get this figured out and worked out. So it's kind of this back and forth, finding the sweet spot between how much challenge do you make and how much support do you offer? Right. It's, it's finding that, how do you push enough while also offering enough support? Right. And that takes an awareness on her part too. Very much so. Of not only her own self yeah. and feelings, but also those of what her husband is experiencing in the moment. Yeah. You and will... sometimes that's really difficult to do. Yeah, very much so. Because... Because you get in your survival brain. Yes, exactly. And the whole trick again, you'll hear this over and over and over again, that you're not the enemy in our relationship. I'm not your enemy. Our survival brain is this thing that says, I want to be comfortable. I want to get my needs met. I don't want to, I don't want to experience things that just freak me out. That is the enemy of all relationships. And if you try to talk to your spouse while they are in that state, you will get very little productive progress. Yeah, it doesn't go real well, does it? It typically escalates. It typically throws gas on the fire or it causes people to just be overwhelmed and they shut down and they withdraw. And that is not a good problem-solving strategy. No, not at all. So you call out the elephant in the room. It looks like you're ready to be done. It looks like you don't want to argue about this anymore. I don't want to make you defensive. But is this issue resolved? doesn't feel like it's resolved to me. How do you suggest we resolve this issue? 
because I don't want to keep coming back to this. I don't want to have this sitting between us. The whole point of marriage is for us to be as connected as much as possible. Right. You and I had a fight yesterday, right? Mm-hmm, we did. It lasted about half an hour. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of tears. I wasn't as triggered or upset as you were, but I had done something that just really kind of uh, set you off or triggered or hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. And you were having a hard time even identifying what that was. And you came back to me and said, I need help figuring out why my feelings are hurt so bad. And after 20 minutes, we figured it out. Here's what I did that made you feel bad. And then also here's some understanding, some context, some conversation around it. And we got genuinely connected again. Yes, absolutely. We didn't just walk away and say, I'm I'm tired of arguing with this or let's just agree to disagree. We always work hard to get back to connected. Because it's so much better than being unconnected or disconnected. Truly, truly. And we were sitting on the couch and you were sitting on one end, I was sitting on the other. And I told you to kick up the legs so that it could recline a little bit. This is what's afterwards. And you told me, don't tell me what to do. (laughs) (laughs) What's new? And then I pulled you by the arm and I, I made you come and just kind of lay on me, lay on my chest. And I put my arms around you. And that felt like... That was like, oh, this is where I needed to be the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So we try to get back to that level of connection again. Sometimes it takes 30 minutes. Sometimes it takes an hour. Sometimes it takes five minutes because we can just kind of laugh it off. Right. If that is the goal and if you both get to understand that is what we're trying to get back to, then you actually know if the fight's resolved or not. Right. Or the arguing or the conflict or the whatever it is. That's how you know it's actually resolved. And a lot of people don't even get back to that level of connection because that level of connection isn't present in the relationship overall. Yeah, on a normal basis. Yeah. So that is our invitation. That's not an expectation. We're not making a demand on anybody. Oh, no. But this is what is available to you. This is what it can look like when you start to learn these tools, when you start to work really hard at not seeing your spouse as the enemy and instead understanding your survival brain or their survival brain as the enemy. When you start to understand that the coping mechanisms or the survival strategies that they have learned as a child to just make it through their home growing up or even adolescence or early adulthood to become outdated and inappropriate for a new situation like in a marriage. And so learning how to adapt and, and get good at new tools is what makes marriage work so much better. But that's the word right there. Work. Work. Yes. Yeah. It's, it can be challenging. Do you think we answered this question good enough? I do. I think that was a good answer. I think you just came up with something brilliant. I love that. How do you see us getting this resolved? What way do you think is going to work best for us to? Yeah, I'll even tag that really quickly. Uh, especially between a husband and a wife, a lot of time wives expect husbands to process information and, and conflict like a woman. Mm-hmm. Because that's just the right way to do it right because <laughs> how that's how we understand and a lot of time men are going why can't you just be more like a man right. and let's just you know laugh it off and move on and when we start putting those expectations on our spouses which don't line up with how we are hardwired that causes all sorts of frustration right women expect men to th- feel like women men expect women to, to think, think like, like a man men. yeah and it's just bad expectations that you'll always be disappointed in. Right. So the whole idea is to change that, to, to no longer have to deal with that. Yeah. If you have found these tools helpful, we're going to do a little commercial here because we want to invite you to go to securemarriage.com. And we have a wonderful, wonderful tool called the Relationship Roadmap. It right. will 
clearly outline a few simple tools that we use on a daily basis that will help you fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse because they will help you learn how to have better communication, deeper emotional connection, and faster and easier conflict resolution. It, they work. They work really good. We have yet to find any problem anywhere at any time that one of these tools don't solve that problem in your relationship. That's how powerful it is. Yeah. And the whole idea is learning what tool and when to use it in your relationship. And when you get really, really good at this, you can just start to notice, oh, the, the relationship isn't running quite right. Is it in crisis? It's not breaking down on the side of the road. It, there's not smoke pouring out of the engine right now. But it's just, it, it's not running as efficiently. It's running a little rough. It's, it doesn't get as great gas mileage. And so we can pull one of these tools out and we can do a quick little tune-up. Yeah. And believe me, by the way, when you just do the tune-ups, rather than having to rebuild the engine on the side of the road. It's so much better. Do the tune-ups because they take a lot less time. Time, a lot less energy, a lot less effort, a lot less investment. But man, your marriage just keeps humming along and it is it is wonderful, wonderful to enjoy a well-running marriage, to totally beat the car metaphor into the ground. <laughs> That's a very masculine metaphor to throw out. I'll let you come up with a with a, a wife version of the metaphor. A wife but, version. Uh, we would love for everyone to go and check out the Relationship Roadmap because here's why it's so good. Number one, all the tools work, yes. But number two, um, it's only an hour and a few minutes long. It's not a super complex, uh, difficult, uh, confusing program. You can learn all of the tools in an hour. Yeah. And... You can buy the program. The program costs less than one counseling session, couples counseling session. So um, that's a win right there. And if you try it out and you go, these tools aren't going to fix my this thing or I hate this or this isn't going to work, we'll give you all your money back. Yeah. There really is nothing to lose. There's a 30-day, 100%, all your money back guarantee on this thing. So you can buy it. You can check it out. You can try it. Um, and you'll learn, oh, my gosh, I, if... I wish I would have had that nugget last week when we had that right. fight. That would have been so much more helpful or having that understanding. So that's the relationship roadmap. And, and that's one of the things that we hear a lot. Oh, my like, gosh. Like, oh, man, I wish we'd had this years ago or I wish we'd had this yeah. when we had this big, huge fight the other week and we got it resolved in an hour this time. Exactly. And even if your spouse isn't ready to do the work yet, here's here's what we've also learned over and over and over again. Even if your spouse isn't ready to do the work yet, doesn't want to go through the program with you. Buy the program anyway for yourself. When you have these tools, when you are using these things, you will start to be a better spouse. You'll, you will create an invitation in your home because when you start getting healthier, when you start relating in a better way, your spouse will notice it. Yes, Guaranteed. Absolutely. They will notice it and they're going to go, wait a minute. My my husband, my wife is becoming a totally different person. I like who this is and I want to kind of meet them. I want to, I want to be the same way that they are. And we have seen so many relationships changed because one person says, I'm ready to start doing the work. Right. They don't even bother waiting for their spouse to get on board. And they don't have an expectation no. that their spouse is going to get on board. It, yeah. They're doing it because they want to be a better person, a Clearly. better wife, a better husband, yep. and just a better who them. Yeah. And that, even if it's don't use our program, but you just start doing that, you just start being a better spouse. It will change your marriage for the better. It always will. Mm -hmm. It always will. It is so much better. So please go to securemarriage.com. Uh, right on the homepage, there's a link for the relationship roadmap. Click on that and please buy it.
because we want your marriage to be better. And right. this is a framework, a simple tool that will show you how to do that very quickly, very easily, very economically, very efficiently. And um, with some humor. And there's also some <laughs> some humor in that. Uh, if you haven't figured it out by now, um, we don't take ourselves too seriously here. So we would love to see every marriage start to um, change how they relate yes. to each other. Absolutely. All right. I think that's it. I think so too. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. All righty. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.